You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with Jason Shear. And we are here to preview Arizona men's basketball, who are playing at a neutral court in Las Vegas against Indiana. That's actually one thing I'm curious about. How neutral is it? Yeah, I don't know. We know a lot of Arizona people that are going. But I know if I look at the Indiana board, there's a lot of people going there, too. So I'm, I'm really curious to see the... I feel like, doesn't Indiana traditionally travel pretty yes. well? Yeah, and they it's do. in the West, and it's the weekend, and it's Vegas. So I assume Indiana is going to have a pretty heavy fan base there. Also, if Indiana's main color is red, uh, Arizona fans are supposed to wear blue. Blue so, or the only red that's accepted is the blood of your enemies. Right. So, so. ASU fans beware. You might be donating some blood. <laughs> <laughs> the last time we were in Vegas, well, was that the last? Which one? Years and years ago. We weren't married yet, right? For the March Madness. Oh my God. You're not going to tell this. Shelby and I back, I mean, it was. No, here. we were not married. It was when the, the Las Vegas Hilton was still a thing by the convention center. What they used to do is they would open up their theater and have a bunch of like mid-sized movie screens with every game on it. It was awesome. And you paid, I don't even know if you paid admission. No, you just walked in, found a seat. They set up a betting booth by the entrance to the theater, and then they had $1 hot dogs and $2 beers. And you could drink. And it was one of the most fun things I've ever done. And I remember to this day that (laughs) we were little... We had drank a few beers. We weren't drunk, I don't think. And Shelby, tell them the rest. We're we're at you know the opening of the tournament. There's everyone's repping their team. There's tons of jerseys, and everyone everywhere. gets along too. Everyone's getting along. You know, you're watching games across the room, and it's a nail biter. Everyone in the room erupts all at once. It was so cool, and everyone's wearing their team's jersey or their colors. And we're walking through the sea of people at one point in between games, and there was this guy wearing a freaking ASU shirt. And I just saw red. And I literally looked at him. I was like, dude, why are you here? Like, ASU is not even in this goddamn tournament. And he just kind of, like, blinked at me that someone called him out on it. Because he was just there to be a troll. Like, to fuck around with Arizona fans. And he just kind of, like, blinked at me. And he kind of mumbled something. And he just kind of slunk away off into the crowd. And, you know, then I uh, drank some more beer. That's about it. The end. It was pre-White Claw. It was pre-White Claw. That was the first time I knew that Shelby was a thug. That's my (laughs) my thug life. But I've been telling Shelby, I said, look, I'm I'm in press row this weekend. You're with our daughter. Mm -hmm. You need to set an example for her. Yeah. And she said, F that, Dad. I'm ready to roll. All all bets are off if I see an ASU fan. Right. So just letting you know. That's how hard we roll. Shelby's repping. 
I am repping. I have earrings. I have a sparkly blue A on my blue shirt. I'm excited. I got uh, khakis. No, I'll be wearing Arizona stuff on Friday. I don't care. I have Christmas nails. Yeah, I'm good. Whatever. Anyway, uh, we're here to preview the game now. Um, how big of a game is this for both teams? I mean, it's... I, I always say one, you know, the, the coaching mantra is this game is only as big as the next and all that crap. But this is a big game. I mean, this is literally, it's pretty crazy to think of, actually. This is the first time these two teams have ever met. That's awesome. So, it, and, and it is two obviously highly regarded basketball programs, but um, these are the, the, this is the first time these two teams have ever met. This is on Fox. This is on prime time. We have Gus Johnson. We have Bill Raftery. This is... Is it Rafferty? Bill Raftery. Raftery. Raft- is it Raftery or Rafferty? Yeah, that's why I said. There we go. It is a big game. Now, it's not a conference game, but when you think about the implications for it, if Arizona wins, they will have, you know, by the second week of... By the second week of December, um, they will have wins over Creighton, San Diego State, and um, Indiana on neutral fours. There won't be many teams in the country um, that uh, that have those wins. So in that regard, it's a big game, and it's a big game for Indiana. I mean, Indiana, really their best win all season is Rutgers and North Carolina, and neither team is ranked. So this is obviously their big game, and... Uh, you know, it's, yeah, in, in that regard, it's, you know, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. You don't really hear that word that much lately. Hmm. Okay, what type of team is Indiana? Indiana. They're good. I mean, they are legitimately one of uh, one of the best opponents that Arizona is is going to face. And, and basically... They they do everything kind of pretty well. They're 27th in Ken Palm on offense, 11th on defense. They don't like to run, but their tempo isn't bad. You know, their average possession length on offense is 37th. They guard really well. They're fifth of the country in effective field goal percentage. They don't turn the ball over a lot. They're not a great rebounding team. They're kind of average there, um, but they shoot the three pretty well. They shoot the two really well. Uh, they, you know, they they're just a very very solid team. Uh, they have, you know, they lost to Rutgers the other night by 15 on the road. Did not play well. They beat North Carolina at home, but they, they beat Xavier on the road. And, and so, you know, they, they've beaten some decent teams, but their schedule, again, Arizona. Now they have a, they, they play Arizona on Saturday and then they play Kansas the following Saturday. So the next two games, we're going to know a lot more about Indiana than we probably know now. But Individually, they have some of the best players that Arizona's seen. I mean, Trace Jackson is probably the best player that Arizona's seen all year, and they just—they're—they're kind of one of these teams where maybe they're not spectacular in any singular area, but they're really good in a bunch of them. And they're—you know—you can make an argument. I think Creighton's pretty good, but Creighton hasn't played well. I think San Diego State is good, but San Diego State hasn't played well all that well as of late. You can make a very easy argument that Indiana is the best team that Arizona's faced all year. And what matchup are you looking forward to the most? The thing that I am most intrigued by is I don't know how Arizona is going to guard Trace Jackson Davis. Umar Balo versus Trace Jackson Davis is probably the way to go 
Now, Trace isn't a big guy in terms of height. He's only 6'9", but his numbers are stupid. Uh, last game, he had a triple-double. Only 6'9". Yeah, uh, well, for a center. But <laughs> last game, he had a triple-double, averages 17.5 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, and he's shooting 67% from the field. Um, you know, he's not going to stretch the floor out, but him versus Umar Balo is... You know, I was joking with Michael Luke. I said, look, if Umar outplays Trace Jackson Davis, can we just assume he's gone next year and he's a first-round pick? Because you're talking he's played already played some of the better defensive centers in the country. He's played, you know, he had Kalkbrenner, who was solid on Creighton, was the biggest player of the year, and Umar Balo ate him up. San Diego State, good defensive center. Um, you know, Umar Balo ate him up. Trace Jackson Davis, is it's that's the difficult one. Him versus Umar, I'm really curious to see how Arizona approaches that matchup defensively. Do they double and basically dare Indiana to shoot threes? Um, and, you know, in that regard, you know, you kind of take a look at it. Rutgers did something similar. He finished with 13 points. Um, but, you know, it, it worked because you take a look at what Indiana did that game, and they only scored 48 points, and they were 6 of 25 from three. Are you cool with them going 6 of 25 from three? Clearly. And so maybe you double and you challenge a guy like Miller Cop or someone to, to step up, and Indiana hasn't really had that guy to step up in those situations this season. But Trace Jackson Davis is, I mean, he is really good. 30 against Xavier. He only missed three shots. He doesn't stretch the floor, but um, good passer. He, he Him versus Umar, to me, is probably one of the better matchups that we'll see at the national level this season. I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that matchup. All right, then the opposite of that is what matchup can Arizona perhaps take advantage of? So beyond that, you know, like Indiana doesn't have that one other guy. You know, you take a look at Trey Galloway, who's decent, but he's only averaging seven points. You look at Miller Cobb, who's decent, but he's averaging nine. Ray's Thompson, you know, six points, five rebounds, but he's solid. Uh, to me, you know, there's there's a few things that I'm looking at. I, I think that Ray's Thompson versus Julius, I think Julius is better than race thompson you take a look at race thompson in his minutes i wouldn't be surprised if it's not all that much if they go with um jordan geronimo uh your boy jordan geronimo uh <laughs> um a little bit more uh than usual just because you know you, you kind of take a look and, and but against nebraska he played nine minutes so it, it's an interesting situation azula should be able to have his way with race thompson um, you know, it, it, an intriguing matchup to me is, uh, you know, Jalen Hood, Shafino, freshman, is very, very good. He is, from what I understand by people close to Indiana, my Indiana sources, you can probably figure out what they are. Mm -hmm. He is questionable to doubtful. He is a 6'6 point guard. I mean, that really changes their situation if his back stiffness does not allow him to go. Uh, Xavier Johnson is a much easier matchup for Kirk Kreese than Jalen Hood, Shafina. But if I'm looking at the overall matchups, I like Courtney Ramey versus Galloway, um, and I like Azulis versus Race Thompson. But again, it's one of those games where it's legitimately even at most positions. All right, well, with all of that knowledge, how do you see this game playing out? So just for the sake of this podcast, I'm under the assumption that Hood Shafina is not playing. If he plays, I think it, it changes the game dramatically. Even though he's a freshman, it, he brings a, a different element. Xavier Johnson is a solid guard, but he can't really be trusted 
he'll have like a 20-point game, and then he'll follow it up with a 5-point game, and then he'll have a 4-point game, and then he'll have an 18-point game. Like, you don't really know what you're getting from him. It just feels to me like the week off is is going to do wonders for Arizona. And I said this on the message board, and I'm, I'm doubling down. And if I'm wrong, feel free to let me know. This feels like a Pella Larson game where everyone shits on him for a week. And then on national TV, he plays well. I'm going into this fully expecting Pella to play well. And I think they need him to against Miller Cop in that matchup. I think they need him to, to be able to win that matchup. I'm really also curious. We're, we're recording this on Thursday night because we're driving on Friday. So as of this recording, I don't know the spread. I could absolutely see a scenario where Indiana's favorite in this game. I think Torvik ratings, you don't know what those are, Shell. You just shake your head. I think Arizona's the one-point favorite. Ken Palm, Arizona's the one-point underdog. This is only going to be like a one-point spread and even type of deal. I like Arizona, and this might sound like a weird reason to some, and Indiana fans might get mad at this, but in the Big Ten, there is nothing that resembles Arizona's offense. You don't watch the Big Ten and go, man, you know, that I guess Iowa would be the closest thing to Arizona's offense, but they're not fast. They're just really good shooting, and they don't turn the ball over. Um, you know, North Carolina, their tempo this year is only 170. Uh, Rutgers, their tempo is 204. Like, they're not going to see a team offensively that resembles, you know, Arizona's, what, what they're doing. Right, and, and like Xavier, 40th. 40th is the closest. Arizona has a number one team in the country. Xavier's the closest. Xavier um, put up 79 points against them, right? Mm -hmm. I just think that at the end of the day, Arizona's offense is going to be the difference in this game because I don't think that Indiana is used to And, and I'm really curious. Mike Woodson is going to throw different stuff at Arizona, fully convinced it. But I think at the end of the day, Arizona's offense is just too good for Indiana. And... Uh, I think Arizona wins by six. Let's call it 80 to 74. Mm -hmm. Woo! Mm. Also, I, I just wanted to correct you. Are you talking about the Bart Torvik ratings? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, but you said I didn't know what it was. Well, I think you just Googled it. I didn't do that. I totally knew what it was. Sometimes I, I take off all my clothes and I just read the Torvik and the, the Massey Index, things like that. Just That seems like something a basketball nerd would do. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch Synergy after this. No, it's mm. a, but it's a good game. I'm excited. Shelby and I have plans. Our plans on Saturday night will depend on the outcome of the game. If they lose, I'm, I'm willing to say this. Shelby's a little difficult to be around. When I take her on trips and Arizona loses, it, she does not handle it well. If the game is local and Arizona loses, she she's fine. If we travel and spend money to see Arizona lose. It's one of those, and if you're married, you know what this is like. Honey, here's my wallet. I love you. Why don't we pick out something nice? And there is my favorite Sephora at the Venetian. So there we go. So lucky for you. But either way, we are having sushi after some time passes after the game. You think they have sushi in Indiana? I will not eat sushi in Indiana. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nope. So, uh, 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 um. With that being said, thank you all for joining us. Once again, 50% off deal wildcatauthority.com we will bring you all the coverage i'm dropping some stuff early the breakdown is going to be up on friday this podcast is going to be up on friday because i don't know what's going to happen on friday night and i don't want to have to work 
and wake up early on Saturday just in case. So, so hopefully everybody <laughs> gets to Vegas safe, whether you're driving. Obviously, flying is the nice thing to and do. And if you see us, please come up and say hi. And Jason means that sincerely. Only when Shelby's with me, though, because it, be, it makes it easier because she talks a lot. Yeah, I do talk a lot. Yes. So get there safe. We'll see you there in Vegas. Be there or be square. Michael oh Luke. Be there or be square. Goodbye, everybody. I was going to say bear down to end the podcast, and Jason cut it off because he had a stupid sneeze. I'm allergic to losing, Shelby. Mm -hmm. I'm allergic to losing. Bear down.